It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. All right. In-person edition here. Thanksgiving week, holiday season. Mm, the best, right? In the den, in the wood room. We got some pictures on the wall. We got the painting of you pointing at us. It's uh, it's daunting. It's, it's looking over us right now. Yep. Sitting here uh, in person, edition of Advantage Connors. What's going on, Pops? Hey, this doesn't happen often mm-hmm. or, or not often enough that I sit right across from you like this. Usually we're, you know, you're in LA, I'm, I'm here, I'm in Florida, you're you know, working or whatever, but it's Thanksgiving weekend, and I'm sorry, I'm a little raspy. My voice has been a little uh, rough the last couple of days, but mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that. But it's a great weekend, and you're here with uh, Melina and Isabella. Isabella. Oh yeah, yeah. Is she, Bogey's sister. If, if she doesn't come, yeah, you don't want us. It's, yeah. not, it's, not, <laughs> it's not a weekend. You just you just want her coming up. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're gonna miss Aubrey this weekend. She couldn't find a place for for her dog Frankie to, mm. you know to take care of so she's going to stay home and have Thanksgiving with some of her friends but we'll miss her this weekend she'll be and here for Christmas she'll be here for Christmas right yeah she'll be out in like a month so yep. that's a bummer we'll miss her but she'll be out soon what's going on with you raspy voice yep you're beat up you're a little beat up. You get the knee thing from last week. Yep. Raspy voice, but but I got to admit I've been here over 24 hours. It doesn't seem to be holding you back. No, you know, we went out today and hit some golf balls and and I hit some wedges and I hit a few seven irons, which is, you know, for me, it was pretty good. The good thing is the pain's gone. Okay. Uh, I'm still a little gimpy, but my doctor, Dr. Scheinberg, who, you know, was a fan of the podcast and been on with us, you know, says that I have had a nasty feeling of arthritis, you oh. know, that this kind of taken over. And, and so he's treated that and he says, take it slow. I've had a PRP shot, which has helped me. And swinging today uh, wasn't natural, but uh, you know, at least I was able to, you know, hit a few good balls and and move freely, which was uh, which was kind of good. My voice is a little raspy. I don't know what that's from. I hope it's uh, nothing serious. <laughs> Christ, mm-hmm. you know, right. I'm, I'm getting to that age where you never know what's going to happen. But we've had a great day. We went out. We hit some golf balls. We got up. We had a good morning. First of all, then hit some golf balls, and then been cooking. Yes, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yes. You know, 
going deep in the kitchen. We're going to have to get back into Connor's kitchen because yeah. you know we we've got some new recipes and new things. But right now we have Thanksgiving dinner coming, and we start this afternoon, and we've been going, and we just stopped right before right. we did this. Well, talk about what you're doing in there. I mean, you guys, mom has the turkey filleted open or whatever you want to call it. It's hollowed out. Right. And the secret, if anyone out there wants to know, the secret to good stuffing is that the stuffing has to go into the turkey. Into the turkey. Into the turkey. But but you know what? I'm I'm not going to say anything about that because you got to watch out for salmonella. And you got to, you, know, <laughs> you don't want to, this is not cooking advice. Do no, not take this. <laughs> no, but, 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 but I'm just saying you got to be very careful. Some people say that you need to be careful with that. Yes. We take the risk. We're 44 years into risking it. Right. And, and, and we're still here. <laughs> and we're still good. <laughs> and we're, so. yeah, but there's, there's a way to do it and you got to you make sure you research it. And ever since the beginning, since, yeah. since you, you know, 44 years ago, Brad, oh, yeah. we, we've been doing that. And it's something that you, you really have to, you know, take, you know, very much care of and, and go about it the right way. But we chop, we mix, we do everything so that tomorrow morning at seven, we go, we, we are ready to go. Yeah. We, we have the rolls. We have the turkey ready to go in. We have pies, the st- pies. We got the cake is already, the double chocolate cake that I love so much is already sitting in there. I've already picked at the bottom part. See, yes, that's you the, have. <laughs> the key is you pick at the underside, uh, the part where uh, it's touching the actual like cake pan. Right. You kind of go under there, you take a little nibble out of it, and then no one knows because mm. it just goes back to being flat on the cake pan. No mm. one has to know anything, right? right? You went and got two giant pumpkin pies from yes, Costco. I did. Costco I coming did. in strong. And, and lucky. Yeah, and lucky, lucky to get them. I, I was. I got there, uh, they opened at 10. I got there at 9.15. Okay. I was like number 65 in line. Really? And as I walked in and I went right to the pumpkin pies and I got the last two. Wow. And, and they I, look good. Oh, they are good. They look really good. As as I walked out, the lady who was checking me out, it was so nice. She says, oh, I've had a rough morning. I said, but aren't you ready for Thanksgiving? She goes, I'll be so happy when Thanksgiving comes. Yeah. She goes, I, how are the pies? And I said, you're out. <laughs> she goes, already? Already, and, wow. And I was first in line. I mean, it was amazing, but they are so good. Well, my, we might have to do a little Connor's Kitchen video tomorrow. Okay. How about that? Yeah. That, that could be help a little promo for the episode coming out on Friday. We're recording this Wednesday night. But yeah, the cooking is a two-day process. I mean, you don't- But I like it. You don't, yeah, you like it. Yes, I think I, you, I do. you get into it. I, I do. You know, I get to hang with your mom. And, and your mom, you know, when, when we first got together, she's from the Midwest, I'm from the Midwest. And, and we, we kind of said, you know, what are you, know, can, you know, meatloaf? <laughs> You know, chicken fried steak, chicken fried steak you know, beef <laughs> stew, you know, beans and ham. And all of a sudden, wow, she's become an amazing cook. Mm-hmm. And and the way she goes about, and, and I'll be honest with you, Thanksgiving is her favorite holiday. She loves, uh, yeah. she loves the cooking. She loves the family. We're going to miss Aubrey this, uh, this Thanksgiving. We got Caitlin. They, but we have Caitlin, we our niece here, yep. which is great. And she loves the cooking and, you know, being in the kitchen and, and everybody. Putting the music and, on every, and everyone being everything. there. It's fun. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. But, you know, I heard today on the radio, what do you think is the most. Popular holiday. Pop, popular. Thank you. Popular holiday now. You know, is it? You know, we think Thanksgiving. I think Thanksgiving. I thought it would be Thanksgiving just yes. because of the families, the travel, everything like that. But I think you're going to tell me it's something else. It is. 
Tell it me. is. And, you know, everybody would say, well, it's Christmas. You know, I think Aubrey it, might agree with that. Yeah, Aubrey's going to agree with this, yeah. that you know, Halloween is the new big thing. It's overtaking it, huh? Overtaking everything. Hmm. And she loves it. She has a Halloween, ever since she's been, you know, eight, ten years old, she's had Halloween parties. and I guess that's true. All the, all the costumes and the decorations, there's almost more of it with Halloween now than anything else. Yeah, yeah. And Halloween, uh, they, they, you don't just celebrate it once. I feel like it gets celebrated for like three, four weekends in a row. I think going <laughs> going as me is scary enough. <laughs> yeah, going as ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's not so bad. But yeah. but I can I can see where that has really taken over and the excitement of it and you know the gatherings and the, the parties movies and, the and movies everything. And, and yeah, everything. Yeah. It's really been kind of cool. But yeah. it, it's been a good day so far. So good and happy Thanksgiving to everybody. You know, and uh, have a good weekend. Yep. Be safe out there and uh, enjoy the fam. I saw something that made me think of you because you sometimes are so quick when we have whatever event or dinner we're having, you're quick to get up and start doing the dishes. And I saw this meme and then said that like, hey, if you're annoyed at the family, you know, for Thanksgiving this year, you know, a good trick is get in there and get on the dishes. <laughs> no, because, but that, that's not why I'm, I'm OCD. <laughs> you know I'm OCD because yeah. because nobody wants to do the dishes. Yeah. So if you if somebody goes and takes control and starts doing the dishes, <laughs> no one else is going to bug them. Right. So it's a good way to like isolate yourself if no. you want to get away from all the family. No, <laughs> but that's, that's that's not the way I am. That's not, that's not, I'm I'm OCD. I can't. You know I I enjoy dinner. I I enjoy first of all I enjoy the day and a half or two days of cooking. And I don't enjoy the cleaning up as much, I'll be honest with you. But yeah. I, I'd rather get on it. And get it over with. And, and, and kind of get it over yeah. with, right? Because then you can relax and go get uh, horizontal, right. as you say. Right, horizontal. And then and then the next day when you get up, it's not so bad. Right, well, then that's sandwich time. Oh. <laughs> that's leftover. Right. That's almost the best. Is that, exactly. that might be what we need to do Connor's Kitchen. Well, we'll see. We got we got some options. We'll, we'll see what we want to come up with. Exactly. But, yeah, we're we're going to have a fun weekend. And, yeah. and you know, I, I keep going back. I mean, you're here with uh, Melina and, and Bella, and, and we have Caitlin, our niece, and you know, we may have a, a few other people stop by, which would be great. We're going to miss Aubrey, of course. But I like doing things that I'm not good at. You know, cooking, I'm, I'm learning, you yeah. know, and trying to get better and, and to to figure out new things and how to make things better. and New recipes. New and recipes. And you just like grilling. I think you're a griller. I like the grilling. The grilling is, right. is fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I can sit outside, I can put my feet up and I can and look at the sunset. Yeah. And the pups are outside. Yeah. Right? It's, it's fun to be outside. Yeah. I agree. All right. I don't want to keep you long because I know we got a big day tomorrow. Football mm. kicks off early, so we can uh, check out some of those lines. Yeah, we got the Thanksgiving Day Parade. We got the Parade, yeah, Macy. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Let's talk a little tennis. Uh, I know you're excited about that. It's uh, Well, let's wrap it up. It's the <laughs> ATP Finals. It's pretty, you know, that that's all we got. Novak Djokovic. Yeah, again. Again. What there can you, you say? say there you it's, go. it's like, you know, boom, boom. You thought some of the young guys were coming on no. at the end of the year, this and that. And he just goes ahead and wins Paris, wins ATP finals, finishes the year eighth time as a year in number one, wins number 98 the titles. You know, the, the slow creep continues. It's kind of a fast creep, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> uh, you, you, you know what, bud? I said a good number. Yeah. No, you I'm know, not saying that. I don't want to get into no, that. No, no, no. I'm just I'll, saying. I'll, I'll, we I'll, talked I'll, last week at 97. I'll, now it's already 98. Uh, but I'm going to throw this out. You know, I said a good number. Good for you. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. come find me. Yeah. yeah. You know, and my days are long gone and I can't do anything anymore about it. And if somebody passes it, you know, good for you. Yeah. You know, but, but I, I wasn't setting a low bar. No, you know, I don't think I, anyone's saying that. No, but but but, but I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because all of a sudden now, all of a sudden, you know, 109 is going to be a big subject. You know, why wasn't it a big subject 20 years ago? You know, you know, what about that? Yeah. You know, so but I'm saying I I set a good bar. Go find me. Yeah. You know, and and if you do, good for you. Do you remember you had a old poster where you had it was you standing next to a jukebox? Converse. Yeah, it was a Converse. It was yeah. a cool old Converse poster. You standing next to a jukebox, and it said like Connors is hits or all the hits or whatever. And you had you had won 107 titles mm. at that time, so the number was 107. And I remember you left, and uh, I was living back in in Illinois in 1989. I was going to school for a semester back there with mm-hmm. living with grandma. And you left, and you went, and you won like two tournaments back to back. You won like Toulouse. And then uh, Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv right. I think yeah, we won two more tournaments like on in like October. And I remember going with like grandma and Lelly or whatever to pick you up at the airport. And we came back and, you know, celebrating, happy to see it and everything. And then the next morning we went and we took like a Sharpie marker and filled in 107 and made it 109 yeah. on the poster. <laughs> there, there, there you go. Yeah, that's funny. You know, I, I set a good bar. Yeah. You know, that that's all I could do at the time. And, you know. Yeah. What else you say about that? Yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, he's he's uh, he's at 98. But Sinner, I thought was, you know, we thought he might win. But I think you said something to me about it with the round robin, having to beat somebody twice in a week. Right. It's kind of like NFL. When you get into like December, if you're lucky enough to beat a division rival in December in a good close game, and then boom, you have to play him again in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't beat him again because it's hard to beat someone twice in a row. Right. You're right. And, and also, you know, I mean, I won the Masters in seventy something, and uh, I think seventy seven, and, and and I lost to Vilas, and I ended up beating Borg in the final. I'm not a fan of that, you know. If you're going to win a tournament, you got to be a winner. Uh, and, and you don't like the round robin. I don't like the round robin. I I never did, and even though it it served me well, you know, it's not my thing. It wasn't my thing. I figure if you're going to win, you got to you know win Grand Slam seven matches. You don't have two chances to to go at it, but even though when it's like the top eight guys, and like you know theoretically you're getting a semi quarterfinalist caliber guy in every matchup potentially. Yeah, I mean that's good for the fans. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's good for good for the fans, and you know good for you know for tennis and whatever. If you know if you got Djokovic and Sinner and and Alcaraz and whoever yeah, in the yeah. same group, I mean it's going to be great matches, you know. But my feeling was always if I lost, I was gone. I was out, mm. you know, and, and, and if I was going to continue on, I had to win. And that, that was always my thing. I mean, even though it, it served me well in, in a number of events along the way, mm. you know, it just wasn't my thing. But, you know, everybody looks at it differently, and, and I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, talking to you in my den, in my home in Santa Barbara, you know, and nobody gives a shit about what I think right now, <laughs> you, you know, but, but, I uh, do. you know, well, that, you know, <laughs> we got me, some listeners out there, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but, but, but thank you for listening, <laughs> you, you know, but what, but what I'm saying is, you know, everybody's got a different thought of that. And even though, and I'm going to say it again, it served me well in a couple of events. It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't thing. your favorite thing. No. Yeah, so I mean, we've talked a lot about Sinner and, and Djokovic. I mean, it's it's awesome, and the part I, I always wonder about. Let is, me say one thing about Sinner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and we've talked about him, and and we've been 
promoting and marketing and, and a fan of his for quite a while now. Yeah. And and I still like his game. Yeah. And for him to show the guts to win that match in, in that round robin in, in a in a three set match was exciting. Yeah. You said it. It's tough to come back because you know, Joker doesn't take that stuff lightly. Right. You know, he you know, he's you know, he learned from that, from that loss. He picked up a few things. Sinner's still young. He I don't know, even though he's got good coaching, you know, you gotta pick up on a few things that that okay, I lost this match, so what am I gonna have to do now, you know, to beat him three days later? Well, yeah. Do you think it's a little bit like you get that win in the round robin and like like Djokovic leaves that match thinking I need to fix some things. Right. Satisfied. And, Sinner, and Sinner's maybe like, damn. Not like that he's satisfied, no. like that he's reached his goal. But he's like, damn, if I can beat him, maybe I'm at where I want to be already. Right. And then Djokovic is like, shit, I better fix some stuff. If I see him again, I got to do this and tinker with that right. and, and you know, figure out my game plan a little bit differently. That's where the experience is a big thing. Yeah. Been there, been been a part of that with Federer, with Nadal, with, you know, whoever else was in his way. Yeah. He's, he's been able to, you know, counteract all of that. And he, he's very good at that, mm. you know, learning. And you can't teach that. You know, you, you either have that or you don't. You can't go into a match and feel like you're going to learn on the hop. Yeah. You know, you, you've got to understand and learn before you get into that. And he's been very good at that. And, and he just proved it again. Yep. I think it's it's still good. I mean, I think the last six months for Sinner was a good second half of the yeah, season. Exactly. And like I'm I'm interested to see how he does now. Cause there's you know, there's a lot of guys, or not a lot, but there's a lot of players who at in the year hot. They take advantage of maybe some other players being injured or burnt out, or they're just they're you know they're gotten away from it. Well, yeah, or they're right. peaking yeah, at the right time, or yeah. they like the surfaces, they're the events, whatever it is. Like last year, Felix, remember uh, FAA won yeah. like three titles in a row. Right. And then he didn't have such a good year. You know, he wasn't like that didn't catapult him to a great, you know, 2023. Satisfaction. He, or or just you don't know, yeah. like, you know, or, or maybe whatever, injuries or whatever it was. Yeah. A lot of things. Confidence or something, yeah. you know. But uh, interested to see what Sinner does because I feel like Sinner's going to use it as like a springboard. Like, I think he's going to keep going on this trajectory. And, and you, you know. You had a good pod without me. With his coach, yeah, with Darren, with, with Darren, you know, which was which was very good, and I I think that he Darren Cahill will be very good for him because he knows he's got the the knowledge of how to push him and, and not push him. That's a bad word. How to connect him? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Though I think he's also good at like not letting him get satisfied. Good. You know, yeah, you know, it. like don't don't. This is just one win. This is yeah, great. So it's a title or right. it's whatever it is. But like, there's so much more to work yeah. on and to come and and potential for you. So listen, there you there there. You can be number three, number four. You can be number two. Then you can be number one. But then you how long are you gonna be number one? Yeah, you can be number one for a minute, or do you want to be number one for for a while? For a while. Yeah. You know. So I mean, there's a lot of steps. They come in to be in the best. And 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 we always talk about it, Brett, that, you know, Federer is gone. Nadal hurt, injured, hopefully comes back, you mm -hmm. know, plays, you know, yeah, the, next year. Next year, the Olympics, maybe the French or, you know, or whatever his schedule is going to be. Yeah. Djokovic, who's going to step up and 
and push them to the side. Push them aside. Yeah, Yeah. You know, because a lot of guys, as we've talked about now, are 27, 28, 29 years old. Yeah. You know, now they're, they got to worry about the guys that are 20, 20, 19, 20, 21 years old, the Alcaraz, the Runas, the, uh, you know, guys like that that are coming up. So, wow. Yeah. It's going to be. Well, the, the week after Wimbledon, everyone thought it was Alcaraz. Yeah. And then since then, all Joker did was win Cincinnati, the U.S. Open, Paris, and the ATP Finals. No, there you go. So not bad. So that's the end of the year. Yeah. Thank goodness. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> Give him a break. Just oh, kidding. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> not kidding. done yet, are you? Just kidding. This week's <laughs> Davis Cup. And uh, next week is Next Gen Finals, baby. Oh. Next Gen Finals. What do you think about Next Gen Finals? I want to. I don't want to have to talk too long about it, but... Uh, Two minutes. I kind of thought... I, I kind of like it, just because it's... It's not supposed to be super serious. You know, everyone out there, I don't know if everyone knows, but Next Gen Finals takes guys that are under 21, I think, 21 and under. It's a different scoring. It's the fast four scoring. So it's first to four. There's a tie break at three all. The shot clock's like 15 seconds instead of 25. The umpire's chair is lower. It's all digital calls. And Mm. and there's probably a few things I'm forgetting. But I kind of like it because in years past, a lot of the young guys we, we knew, they were like pretty big names, you know, like maybe Sitsipas and Alcaraz and Sinner, guys like that. But I think this year there's going to be some guys that maybe aren't as such, such big names. But you got to give them a shot, Brett. Well, that's why I like it. Right. I think it's exactly. a cool event at the end of the year where like, hey, here's some of these guys, you maybe don't know them so well. They haven't been like winning big tournaments yet, but they're winning challengers or they're these next gen guys that are coming up that, you know, you're going to start hearing about a lot more in the next couple of years. That's the point. Who, who are you going to start talking about once Joker's gone? Yeah. You know, and, and you got Alcaraz, you got Center, you got, a, but Zarev, how old is he? Sistipas, how old is he? You know, you got guys that are you 26, know, 25. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know, even though they've had careers, it hasn't been the career they've been looking for, right? They haven't won Grand Slams. Not so, yet, uh, no. Sistipas, has he won a Grand Slam? No. Mm, been He's, in the final, uh, finals. But, yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, these next-gen guys, those are the guys who are going to look at Sarah and those guys who are 26, 27, 28 years old and say, yeah. Step aside. Or these are the guys that are coming. Right. You Those know? are the guys that are coming. Yep. And, and, you know, they always say that hindsight's twenty twenty. But when you look in that mirror and you see guys coming for you and grabbing for you, yeah. you know, panic starts to happen. Yep. You know, so you either raise your game or what? Or disappear. Go, go away. <laughs> or go bye-bye. <laughs> or go away. Here's so. some of the names. A couple of French guys that I like. Arthur Fees is a good young player. I like him. Dominic Stricker, Swiss guy, lefty. I think you'd mm-hmm. like him. Luca Van Ash, another French guy. Flavia Caboli. Alex Michelson. I think it's Michelson. It looks like Mickelson. M-I-C-H-E-L-S-E-N. I think it's Michelson. Hamad Madonovic. I'm probably butchering that. I'm sorry. Luca Nardi and Abdullah Shelby. Abdullah you, you've always Shelby. been a linguist. Yeah. <laughs> you've been, well, you've been I, good with languages. Shelby was, a, I think, a, a teammate with um, Ben Shelton at ah. Florida. I think they're homies. I uh, watched a match a couple weeks ago on T2. He was on on our broadcast, and he's pretty good. He's a big dude. American and, American kids coming up? Or yeah. No? Yeah. Um, Michelson's American. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I think it's it's cool because in, in past years, it's been guys a lot of people know already. Right. Some, and, and this year, I think like Shelton declined to play. There's, there's a few guys who could play that didn't, like uh, Runa, mm-hmm. I think Carlos. But they've already made their reputation. Well, and they're also, right? they're playing like ATP finals exactly. too the week before. 100%. So I feel like right. you pick one or the other and you're always going to pick the, the finals if you can. But, you know, I think it's fun. I'm working it next week with Tennis Channel. We'll have the coverage so everybody can tune in. 
But um, you know, it's fun. It's it's like wonky. It's not exactly. It's not preparing you 100% for the next level. You know, because you're three all, you don't play a tie break. You know, there's not a lot of time to make up for a break. If you but, get down a break early, you yeah, better. Yeah, but it gives you an entree. You know, if if you play well and you and you're successful, you can get into the tournaments, and that's the key, which gives you experience. Right. You know, to go against the top guys, and and then you know, it's okay to play against guys. You got to remember, you play against guys you grew up with for the next 10 or 12 years. Yeah. But what's it going to take to break into the greats of today? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this gives them that little bit more experience, you know, which is amazing. And yeah. so it'd be great to see. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm going to say Fees wins it. Fees or Stricker. So I like Stricker, man. All right. Stricker's a fun, fun guy. He looks, uh, he's lefty. He looks like he needs to get in a little better shape. You know, like mm-hmm. he's got the a little bit of a little belly. Of course, I shouldn't say shit because my belly is. Uh, <laughs> especially after tomorrow night. After tomorrow night, but you run eight miles a day, so oh, you're, yeah. you're not in bad shape. I wish. Don't worry. But what I mean is, I like I like Stricker because he gives me hope. Like I see someone always like, oh man, like you know, if he can play that good, you know, maybe I can too. Right. But fees or, or Stricker, Michelson's a big dude, big serving, tall guy. I don't know. It'll be fun. Tune in, and watch it, tennis channel. Yeah. I'm on it. I'll be watching because I, I like watching the young guys come up and, and what it's going to take for them to to change their game and to get that experience to, you know, twist it up a notch, Yeah. you know, and, and to to get better and, and what it's going to take. Do you need better shape, better coach, you yeah. know, somebody to, you know. Or just like winning this event yeah. might just be like a little catapult. Right. You're like, oh, you won next gen and then you came yeah. down under and had some good success. Yeah, you know, good point. Whatever. Yo, one of the things I love about Masterclass is the confidence it's helped me gain with this podcast. I produce this podcast. The stuff that I have learned from the experts at Masterclass have helped me take my podcasting skills to the next level, baby, if you didn't notice. Learning from experts like the ones at Masterclass help you boost your confidence up to the next level, baby. Masterclass makes a meaningful gift this season for you and anyone on your list because both of you can learn from the best to become your best. From leadership to effective communicating to cooking. The holidays are here, baby. Masterclass has got you covered. Whether you're watching Masterclass on TV, listening in audio mode, in the app, or on their site, the quality speaks for itself. It's like the Masterclass instructors are your own personal mentors. They're going to help you reach the next level. That's what I love about them. They help you reach the next level. How much would it cost to take a one-on-one class from the world's best? Easily hundreds of thousands of dollars. With a Masterclass annual membership, it's only $10 a month. Membership starts at $120 a year for unlimited access to one-on-one classes with all 180-plus Masterclass instructors. Learn how to negotiate a raise with Chris Voss or manage your relationships with Esther Peril. I love using Masterclass, and I know you will too, and the over 180 classes to pick from. With new classes added every month, boost your confidence and find practical takeaways you can apply to your life and at work. Or if you own a business like me or are a team leader, use Masterclass to empower and create future-ready employees and leaders. All right, this holiday season, give one annual membership and get one for free at masterclass.com slash Connors. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com slash Connors. Come on, everybody. You help us out with the algorithm when you do this, masterclass.com slash Connors. 
Offer terms apply. I know that I'm looking forward to the new Amy Poehler Masterclass. I love her on Saturday Night Live. She's one of my favorite comedians. I cannot wait to see what she's got for me. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, that's enough tennis. I know yeah, I'll pull you, you away from it. <laughs> thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move into something I know you'll like a little bit more. Golf. Oh. And I think we're going to have to pat ourselves on the back a little bit on this one. We, yep. we mentioned this a month or two ago, a couple months ago. I mean, I know we're not that early to the game, but Ludwig Oeberg. <laughs> Aberg is yeah. it's, it's A B E R G, but yeah. it's A with the little circle over it. Melina right. tried to tell me how to say it, and, and I'm butchering. And, and, and your girlfriend's Swedish. Yes, she's Swedish. Uh, so Melinda's Swedish. It, it's not a very good representation <laughs> of my part. But Ludwig Aberg won. Shot Amazing. 66. I'm sorry, 66. Short selling him 61, 61. Right on the weekend, two 61s back to back. To win, what did he win? He won. Uh, was that the DP? Uh, the DP, the RSN, RSM Classic. Whatever oh, that no, is. That, that was just in uh, last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, Sea so, Island. Sea Island. Yeah, right? he won Sea Island. I, I watched that, Brett, and he, for a young guy, he is composed, mm -hmm. and he he doesn't waste any time. He gets up there, he makes a swing, and he goes at it. I mean, he's he's yeah. confident, he's ready, he knows he knows what he's got going for him, and he's got no fear. Yeah, you know, simple swing. Like his swing doesn't have right. a lot of moving parts. I like that part of it. Man, I uh, watched him on slow motion. After that, I, I watched it and I put him, tried to bring his swing up on slow motion. Uh, yeah, and oh my god. Yeah, I, you know, I went out today and I tried to hit a few balls, and I'm saying. I'm Ludwig. I'm yeah. Ludwig. It, did, it didn't work out. No. <laughs> no. It, it looked all right out there today. It wasn't bad. He bird, birdied 18, allowed him to tie the 72-hole scoring record on the PGA Tour, matching Justin Thomas at the 2017 Sony Open. Right. 253, not bad. 61-61 on the weekend is ridiculous. Crazy. And you said you saw some video of him hitting in the snow. Yeah. Think, think about how hard it is to become really good at golf growing up in a cold part of the world. Yeah. In Sweden, where they don't have a lot of sun and golf, it's not a lot of some of the courses aren't even open during the winter. Yeah, but I, I go back, you know, to I like watching the ladies because it's more like my swing. Annika Sorstam, Swedish. Yeah. You know, the same thing growing up in What about know. what about the youngster, Lynn Grant? Oh. Did you see her swing? Have you seen this girl? I've watched her. She's kicked butt on the European tour. Yep, and now she's she's on the LPGA and, and bringing the uh, swing over here. She got a beautiful swing. 
Her mm-hmm. and Ludwig are kind of similar. There's not a lot of movement there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's it's just like very simple, very clean. I'm very jealous when I watch it. <laughs> Me too. I'm <laughs> Meanwhile, with you. I'm going past parallel as if I'm like John Daly yeah, at 22 right. years old over here. Just like, what are you doing? But the 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 swings are amazing, you know. And and you know, I I look at my swing when I play tennis. I was very compact and you know very. Your grandma taught me my swing, so I was taught by a, a, mm-hmm. a woman. So mm-hmm. I was very easy and very smooth, and you know, and very compact. And when I watch them swing, that Lynn Grant shows me that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, a lot of the the ladies. I mean, their their swings are so beautiful and yeah. effortless. Nelly, yeah, I like Nelly Cordes uh, a lot. Beautiful swing. Yeah, and and uh, if I could just get a little bit of that. You know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to get a little better. I'll, I'll never be a scratch golfer. No. Uh, you know, but I, I do try to And get, if you were, you wouldn't tell anyone. I would never tell anybody, <laughs> no. You would literally have to be a plus 12 <laughs> before you'd fucking admit to being a scratch golfer. You're, you're, you're ruining my image now. You're I think ruining you it. do enough of that. But 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 I, I would I would love to get to a point where I could repeat my swing. Yeah. You know, time after time after time. And and that's the one thing I struggle with. And and that's why I like watching I love watching the guys, but they swing so hard and so fast. Yeah. You know, I, I it's like hard the, to see it. Yeah, it's hard to see it. Yeah. Twenty yeah. four year old, he was a Texas tech just six months ago. That's amazing. And in right? the last six months he's won a PGA event. He's won a European tour event. And he was part of the the Ryder Cup winning team. Yeah. Not a bad little run for him, huh? Right. Wow. <laughs> And he seems like a cool kid. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, you know, I follow him on Instagram. Very, do you? Yeah, he seems he, like a nice guy. He's very laid back, very calm, very collected, yeah. and, and uh, doesn't seem to let his emotions, you know, overrun him. Right. And you know, I, I guess in golf, in tennis, sometimes emotions are good for you. You know, in golf, I don't know if it's so. And he's so good in in uh, in making sure he's under control in that. It's pretty good, pretty fun watching him play. Yep. Yeah, definitely. He's uh, one of the young guys I look forward to watching in the future and wonder if this next story, if one day they'll be coming for him. Have you heard mm. the rumors mm. surrounding John Rahm, mm. Spanish player, two-time mm. Grand Slam winner, right? I think now U.S. Open and Masters this year. He's a pretty good player. Pretty right freaking good player. Right. A ten, uh, advantage Connors favorite. There's rumors that he's been offered $600 million to join LIV. Hmm. And people, there's been a rumor that uh, Mickelson has been going around telling everybody, but then I saw Mickelson put out a tweet before we we came on saying, this is bullshit. The guy who's saying it is is a liar. I haven't been saying anything, blah, blah, blah. Well, Phil only got $200 million, so. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's like, nah, dude, come on. Yeah, yeah, come on. Come on, give me some more. And then I saw that, uh, I guess, uh, Rom is, must live in Arizona because he's friends with a lot of the Arizona Cardinals. J.J. Watt, who used to play for them, says that he'd use physical force against Rom to make him sign the deal. That he would, like, if it was true, that he was going to literally drive over to his house and, you know, jump on top of him. You know, I mean, J.J. Watt's huge. Yeah, it, so, but so was Rom. Rom's a big dude, yeah, too. Rom's a big dude, too. But I'm not messing with J.J. Watt right. uh, to make him sign the deal. What do you think? Do you think that's a good thing? I mean, I know we talk back and forth about LIV a lot. Yeah. And we like Rom. And- let's, let's, there comes a point in time where, you know, money's money. You know, and, and if they're offering you enough money, I mean, he's already made his reputation. Yeah. He's won major events he's won titles from in europe and you know all all around the world yep. so i guess it all comes down to you know where's your loyalty 
You well, know, and what and, does that and, even mean? Yeah, but but then but then I'm looking at, at a guy like Roy McElroy, you know, that that has been nothing but loyal. And where's that got him? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, who are you being loyal to right, and for? Right. Like the brand, like or the you know what I mean? Like well, the and you saw how the president of the PGA kind of like, you know, was pretty dishonest there with a lot of the dealings going on behind the the scenes with LIV. That's the part that's weird to me, where it's like you have no, especially as an independent contractor, when you're a golfer, right. tennis player, right. or a fighter, you don't have like a team. You don't yeah, have like a guaranteed contract. Right. Like Deshaun Watson, the guy for the Browns who's has like $200 million guaranteed deal, and he's been hurt for the last two years. And he's, yeah, you almost wonder, like, what's his incentive to even want to play? Right. <laughs> right. You know, like if he's got any sort of little injury. Who Take cares? I, I got 200 million coming either way. I got a hangnail. But like in golf, you can't do that. So like if someone's offering you $600 million. Right. And I saw he's made. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Right. And he's made something like 50 million in prize money in his career, which is a shitload. Right. You know, he's, yeah. he's done a lot of winning to win $51 million. And that is 12 times. But, Twi- but, they're offering but, him 12 times. He doesn't have to win. But, Brett, isn't, isn't, <laughs> yeah. isn't that why you go out and you try to win the Masters and the U.S. Open and yeah. all that? To, you know, I hate to keep going back to my day, but that's why you won Wimbledon or the U.S. Open, because then you were invited to play special events right. and exhibitions and, and get offered a little bit of money right. back then. Yeah, I think at this point we're past the whole, like, moral shit. Because, yeah, pro- morally, it's a, the Saudi Arabian money and all the stuff that people talk about. But like it seems like it's here to stay. Like the women's finals are probably going to be in Saudi Arabia in a year or two. Well, like Billie Jean King, I saw her talking about it on a podcast or something. Well, you know, well, yeah. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. You'll see anyone will flip their opinion right, and change right. whatever they stand on exactly. for fucking money. Right. So like, you know, like so like I think we're past that point to where like, well, he's going to make a judgment stand for everybody and then pass up the opportunity to make like life generational right. life changing yeah. money for his whole family. Like no way. I, you know, it's a, we're living in such an interesting time and, you know, the, all the trailblazers back in the day that, you know, laid the groundwork for tennis and in golf and all that, uh, you know, and what they did to make all this possible, you know, it's pretty amazing if, if you, if you think about it, you, you know, and, and what it's taken to get to this point, you know, so for these kids today to take advantage of that, why not? Yeah. Why not? And they're splitting up the talent so much anyway, where it's just like so many guys have already kind of gone and then like more are going to go. And then like what's going to be eventually what's going to be this melting of the two tours. We still don't know how that's going to shake out totally. So so the commercials are the best golf is played here. Where? Right. You know, <laughs> so, you know, it, it's if it's going to be, you know, two different sides, then, you know, what's the end result? Melting? Right. You know, coming together and, and you know, making making the best golf everything. Well, you and know, then like, like what's a, the a combination? Gu- yeah. And then what's the guarantee from the PGA? Like, well, if I don't take this deal, like or what are you guys, you know, they're not gonna guarantee you probably anything. So, you know, know, who knows? I don't know how it works, but interesting to just follow and, and see because yeah. Rom's I like Rom a lot. Yeah, me too. I like yeah. watching him play and, and his swing is fun and he seems like a nice guy. He's, he's easy to root for. And he's a grinder. Yeah. Uh, he'll, and he'll, his story's cool. We've talked about it before where it's like something with his foot, I think, or, yeah. or, or something where he can't he can't put his weight back or something. And that's why his, his swing is so much shorter because he can't, he, he can't, he literally physically can't like make his swing longer. All I know is he's a stud. Yeah. Uh, you know, and when and when you tune in to watch golf, you want to know if he's in the in the right. event or not. Right. And and he's a he's, he's always a, in the hunt. He's a 
ticket seller. Yeah. He puts butts in the seats and, and uh, you know, it's kind of guy you want to watch and, you know, root for. So, yeah. hey, good for him. Like it. All right, a couple questions, a couple uh, listener questions here. This is, this is a funny one. I want to get ahead. your take. Peter Morton. Hey, guys, love the show. Often hear Jimmy mention his bike rides. As a keen cyclist, I try and get out on my bike whenever I get time. Just bought an electric bike. Oh, stop now. <laughs> Boy, what a difference on those darn hills. Does JC have an electric bike as well? If there's hills around Cedo, then an e-bike will solve the problem. Not looking for the easy stuff. <laughs> not looking for that. If, if I'm if I'm going out on my bike, I want to work out. You know, I'm not looking for for the electric bike. And yes, there are some hills around Montecito. Well, you like that. The hills are the purpose. That's almost. the purpose <laughs> exactly. You know, to push yourself and and to get a little bit more out of it. But uh, you stay with the electric bike. I'm going with the with the real thing. I'm sticking with it. Yeah. Yeah, how's that been? Can you not do it with the knee? You got to take a little time still, I, I'm, right? I'm still away. I can't do a bike ride and and uh, can't play tennis right now. I'm looking, hopefully, this should come out by uh, Thursday night or Friday. Hopefully by Sunday, I might be able to play nine holes of golf. Nice. Uh, yeah, we'll go out there and yeah, try it out. We can go try it out. But uh, as far as doing anything strenuous right now, I, I'm still probably, you know, three, four, five weeks away. Okay. Like it. I saw this one and uh, just wanted to, made me think. Brett Woodmansey said, was there ever uh, an effort to start a senior woman's tour? I kind of thought this was a good question because like you, you guys had the men's tour. And then I know there's the events, you know, like the senior quote unquote events that they have at the slams. But they're kind of, they always feel like they're like a hit and a giggle. Mm. Like they're like for fun and the, like, I don't know, is it a random pairing or do they get to choose their partners in the double? A lot of it seems to be doubles, no singles, like, you know, and uh, I don't know. But talk to me, was, did you guys ever try and make like a woman's tour alongside or did you ever try and go to the slams and try and, and get like yeah. the old Nuveen tour events at a slam? It's a good question. Very good question. And, uh, you know, as far as, you know, with the ladies, it was, you know, difficult because, you know, I was happy to do it with the guys, you know, and all my buddies that I grew up with, you know, but, you know, going to, you know, the U.S. Open and Wimbledon and, and wanting to take what we had you know, with the the Nuveen tour with, you know, me and Borg and Mac and Vilas and Clerk and Dibs and Lloyd and, you know, all the guys that we had, you know, we said, you know, bring us in, you know, bring us in for the second week and let us be a part of it and put us on, you know, we don't, we don't need to be in the stadium, put us on at uh, uh, the old uh, Louis Armstrong stadium, you know, for the people who came in and let them come in for free and watch us play. You know, and, and, and have fun. Right. They didn't want to do that? You know what the problem was with that? And I want to say that right out. And I'm, I'm not saying that off the top of my head. They were afraid that would be more attractive than the other tennis. That it would pull away from some yeah, of the Yeah, it might have. <laughs> yeah. It might have. Well, especially but, if you're playing singles matches. Yeah, like. and, and, and we were. I mean, you know, it was the names from the past. And we realized that. We were letting all the people that were, that were on the grounds come in and watch us play, you know, right. and be a part of what we're doing, Make too. Make it part of the day pass. Right. right. And all it was going to do is grow tennis and make tennis bigger and better and all that. Especially but, the second week when you have all the course, extra courts. All the, the extra courts. courts. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. But obviously that never happened. And hey. You yeah. Know. It, it, I always wondered that too, just because like it, the one they have always seems just like it's fun. You know, like Barami's out there and he's, he's doing his tricks and it's fun. 
But like, yeah, but they don't understand, Brett, that we had real tennis on, on that's the what se- I mean. like on the you, senior tour, at the, especially at the first few years where you guys were like younger, still in great shape, playing like amazing tennis. Right. You know, it's like, but, they, but that was the idea. I mean, guys came in the first year or so, and and they were 30, 40 pounds overweight, and they hadn't played tennis for a while, and they say, you know, listen, I you're said, not going to last. <laughs> I said, you you you're not going to be here. You get in shape or, or don't come. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the you know the the tennis wasn't the most important thing. It was the the corporate entertainment and and dealing with the sponsors and the programs and the clinics and and and, 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 all, and the cocktail parties yeah. and all that. But if if you didn't you know go out and be able to give our niche, our niche fan base, what they really wanted to see and have fun. Wasn't worth it, right? And I guess it was it was too much for the others, and you know the bigger slams and all that. They and just they, didn't want to split the pie anymore. Nah, we too. weren't looking for any pie. Yeah, you know we we had our own pie. Yeah, you know, and, and that that's, my the, that's my pie. That's my took the words out of my mouth. Oh my god! Uh, but but I mean we we weren't look, we had our own. Yeah. You know, we, we weren't looking for anything. We were looking for, you know, to help grow the game and, and, and create more interest in all that. And it's a good line. That's good. I'm joking. <laughs> Revenge of the nerds. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seems like it was a miss just because, like, it seems like they want to still, like, have that. Like, you know, they still want to have the names who are there or doing other stuff on They've site. They've lost all that now. They don't have the names now. Yeah. They don't have the guys that that were beyond great with the sponsors and, and yeah. knowing how to entertain the fans and and, cre- and create the interest. Uh, that That's all the thing of the past now. It's a yeah, shame. It's a bummer. Too bad. Yeah, it seems like they missed an We had a good run. Though. We had a good 10-year run. It oh, was yeah. amazing. It was so much fun. Yeah, the tour was still great. It's just like it seemed like you could have done it at the slams. Like, yeah, it would have been easy. All right, I'm not keeping you too long. I know you want to go get horizontal, but uh, one story – I wanted to end on, I saw this a couple weeks ago. We were supposed to talk about it last week. I forgot, but I saw this story and wanted to just speak about it and send good vibes their way. Pete Sampras. Yeah. The story about him and, and his wife, Bridget. I think she was diagnosed a year ago with uh, ovarian cancer. I think, you know, at the end of October, he put out like a statement or something. Just, just kind of acknowledging that, and you know, 14-time Grand Slam champion is pretty quiet dude yeah to be honest one of the things i respect the most about him is how little he gives a shit about yeah. being around the well, tennis i'm with you i love that I'm, part I'm, about I'm 100%. him 100 <laughs> percent. you know and pete if you're listening call me let's play golf yeah but <laughs> uh fun. but i know uh i know he's a good he's a family man he spends a lot of time with his family yeah, and, and, his and away from the tennis and his kids and, and uh you know mom mom has had breast cancer twice you know yes. she had it pretty bad and had the surgery and then it came back a few years later and so you know we know not to the extent of ovarian cancer but you know we know a little bit about the battle he's going through and just you know wanted yeah. to send him love and yeah and thinking about him and uh wishing him great things for the holidays and you know and and uh hope hope everything is going great for pete and and his family but i, I want to send out an, another thing uh we live in Santa Barbara. We've been here for a while, but I want to make a shout out to my friends at Charles Schwab. Oh yeah, uh, and who, have, <laughs> who, and the reason being is because they've really taken care of me over the last three or four years, and and you know their guidance and everything over the number of years with COVID and yeah. and so forth. Uh, you know when I when, when I came over here and, and went to them, they have been nothing but you know so genuine yeah you know to me and you know my thoughts and what i was looking for and 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 how i was looking to you know maintain what 
what I have been lucky enough to earn and, mm-hmm. and, to, and to be a part of here and to be lucky enough to live in Santa Barbara. So to all my friends at Schwab, happy Thanksgiving, great holidays. Yep. Thanks for taking care of us. They're avid listeners too. I see some of them on Twitter yeah. or uh, on Facebook. will give us a shout out. So thank you to uh, everybody and, and have a good holiday. And uh, that's it, Pops. That's all I got. Yep. I'm happy to be up here. I'm going to be up a few more days and uh, be in the kitchen watching football, gambling on some of it and uh, helping mom cook. And maybe a little counter sketch to come this I like weekend. It. Yep. Yep. Don't tease us. Nope. Don't tease me. Yep. You, can, <laughs> you can follow me at Jimmy Connors on Twitter. Okay. At Brett underscore Connors. At Twitter. At ADV Connors. Yep. You and can follow at Gold Dude Isabella yep. on Instagram. Let's get her numbers up, guys. Yeah. She's yeah. kind of hit a little stale here, stalemate here. She needs, needs to get those numbers up. She's missing you. The algorithm needs a boosting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love you and everybody out there. We'll talk to you. Have a happy Thanksgiving and we'll check in with you next week. Peace. Peace.